Blog Talk Radio. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third generation minister and business coach. Join Steve and his guests to get answers to your questions and help break through to the next level in your business. Hi, this is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. What do you see when you look in the mirror? Do you see the amazing, vibrant, talented person that you are? Or do you concentrate on the blemishes, the color of your hair that you don't like, or the eye color you wish you had? You know, not liking ourselves is an easy trap to fall into and a very hard cycle to get out of. We are often taught that we need to smile and be gracious if somebody compliments us, but we're really taught how to take what a person is saying and really embrace that message and really own it. Really be grateful, not just that they said something nice about us, but really take it to heart. Well, I've got some news for you today. I want you to know something. You are amazing. Now, before you shrug that, shrug that off and be like, no, no, I'm really not. Take a minute, let that land, let that go into your being, and just let it sit there for a minute. I want you to understand that true humility is not uh, diminishing yourself and saying negative things about yourself. True humility is actually having a right perspective of yourself. That means that the things that you're good at um, you know, you don't have to go around bragging about it, but acknowledging that and accepting that is actually a part of being truly humble. You need to understand that you are exactly and perfectly who you were made to be. There is no one, there never will ever be anyone who is or can be you. That's why it's so important in business uh, because in order for our business to really grow, it needs to have us. It needs you. You need to fulfill your purpose. So I'm fortunate today to be joined by Claire Anstey. Claire is an expert in helping women entrepreneurs find and release their wonderful uniqueness into the world. She specializes in giving you permission to be you. So help me welcome Claire Anstey. Hi, Claire. Hey, hello. It's an absolute pleasure to be on the show, and I'm all ready to go after that fabulous intro. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. So, um, again, you know, because of Kathy in my life, I have the inside track on some of the guests, but some of the people may not know you, so could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Claire Anstey, as you said. I'm living in London at the moment. That's where I'm from, born and bred. And well, my journey's been quite an interesting one. Over the last 10 years, I've been reevaluating who I am, discovering the truth of my being. And the reason for this is because in my youth, in my teenagers in particular, I didn't think I was good enough. I was chasing fame because I wanted the world to love me. I had no idea why. I just wanted the world to love me because if they loved me, it made me get a sense of worth. It made me feel accepted and it made me feel like I had a purpose. 
And I was striving for fame, striving to be a television presenter here in the UK. And I was doing really good in my career. I was one job away from that Saturday night you know, mainstream live talent show or whatever it would have been. And then tragedy struck. My childhood sweetheart killed himself, committed suicide, more scared of life than death. And it was that moment that changed me. Now, there was a lot that I learned about male mental health and the way we think about, you know, life and, you know, depression and things like that. But for me, what that tragedy did is it made me realize that even though I was living, so much of me was already dead. I didn't even know who I was anymore because I was trying to be what I thought others wanted to, me to be. Every time I went into a room, I'd get this sense of panic of what are they expecting from me? Who do they want me to and, you know, this extended with, you know, me constantly changing my hair color because I was trying desperately to to find peace in being someone else and my body weight went up and down and I thought if I was thin I'd be happy and there was this big huge quest that I was on but it was leading to unhappiness and the more I was unhappy the more I tried to change myself and this tragedy woke me up and after getting over the grief and, you know, dealing with that part of the tragedy, I, I went on a big journey of self-discovery and, you know, dis discovering who I was again because I realized I didn't know. Possibly from the age of 11, I tried to be someone else. And over the last 10 years, I've, I've learned, I've grown, and I can truly say that I am so happy to be me. And I know that I am fabulous, warts and all, literally, I'm imperfectly perfect. And that is what I now share with women literally all over the world. And I'm, I'm very honored to be able to do so. And one of the key things that I learned was, you know, I can be sexy, I can be strong, I can be important but all those things I actually already had I just forgotten and it's all about being reminded and and that's what I do now that's my purpose is I remind people of how amazing they are because they are amazing they don't need to try to be anything else they just need to remember so how would a person learn to love themselves now that's a big question isn't it because I think if we all knew the exact right answer, we'd, we'd be able to put it in a package and everyone could have, you know, the same parcel delivered to their door and we'd all be solved. And, you know, I think it's, it's a very personal journey. But the first thing, you know, that I will say to anyone is we all think we're weird. We all think we're different. You could be sitting on, you know, a, a packed train, a packed bus, on, you know, public transport, and I guarantee you every person on that carriage, every person on those seats feels different. They feel weird. They feel, they feel like an outsider. And you know what? That's actually what is normal. You know, it's normal to feel different. It's normal to feel like there is only one of you because there is only one of you. And when we accept that, there is only one of us and that everybody feels as different, we can, ex we can start to accept who we are and accept our traits. Some of our traits are amazingly positive and, and some of them aren't so great. You know, we can be greedy, we can be lazy, we can be jealous, but 
denying those parts of us is not good for us. And when we embrace even what we deem as negative, we can actually use those parts of us to embrace strength, to embrace inspiration, and to enable self-awareness. And, you know, we can always choose how we, how we behave. So understanding who we are as a whole is an act of, of self-love. So for me, knowing that you're weird, and that's okay, because that's what is actually normal, is a good starting point for self-love. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I, I think so often we get stuck in the trap of trying to be. I mean, you even said it before. You were trying to be what everybody else told you. Um, or we see somebody that we admire, and then we try to emulate them. I mean, let's face it. The world has an Oprah. Uh, she's amazing. She's done an incredible things, but the world doesn't need another Oprah. They need the next person who's going to be the next Mother Teresa or Lisa Nichols or, um, you know, there's just so many options uh, and that pursuit of being somebody else in that, I think we all tend to lose ourselves. Would you say that is pretty much true? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I can still do this myself. You know, you can be so inspired by someone and this doesn't have to be someone that's, you know, um, in the limelight, like Oprah or, or somebody that's really well known for something they do. And it could be, you know, Lisa Nichols in motivational speaking. It could be Richard Branson in business. You know, we can draw inspiration from these people. But the reason that we notice them in the beginning is because they were different. So exactly what you were saying, you know, it's the, the world's already got one of them. And, yes, we can draw inspiration from them. Yes, we can look at them and go, wow, you're so much like me. I'm like that. I look like that. Or I feel like that. Or I speak like that. Or yes, I do business in the same way you do. Draw inspiration from that. Draw comfort that there's other people doing things that you enjoy doing or you're good at doing. But know that those other things that you also do that are a little bit different are a massive part of your journey. And as you said, you know, don't lose them. Don't lose that sense of yourself. And that comes with daily practice. That comes with commitment to you and your, your inner voice, your giant within. And, you know, that's why, you know, work like what you do, Steve, and, and shows like this are so great because they can become part of our daily practice and our daily reminders that, you know what, we're okay. All we've got to do is be us. And you know what? It's the easiest thing to do, be us, but we make it so difficult when we're trying to be like someone else. Oh, absolutely. And I, I mean, I think you really hit the nail on the head when you said that in all of that attempt to be all of those things that you felt like you should be, what you end up doing is is being what I call a zombie. You know, you're walking around but you're really actually dead inside. You don't feel joy, happiness, fulfillment in your own life. Um, and it's just its a really miserable existence. And the worst part of that whole thing, of course, is that time can go by so quickly on you and you look back and realize that there's really nothing of you to show for that. Uh, I think that's really probably the saddest thing. I know in my own personal life, when I look back at those times, um, that, that really you can see is, is uh, you know, how bad it was when you gave up on yourself and 
weren't existing for any reason other than just to, you know, get through another day. No, totally. I I totally agree with you. And, you know, I think that when we live like that for a very long time and we get in the habit of rejecting who we are and, you know, we become so separate from our truth, it's a constant battle. We're constantly fighting with our truth and trying to, you know, ignore that it's there. We get into this habitual pattern of, you know, not actually knowing who we are to a point where we can't listen to our heart anymore because when we're on the right track, when we're in flow, it's so easy. Life is easy. Time passes us by. We could be up at 4 o'clock in the morning doing a project and completely lose track of time. But we can get so disconnected to that feeling of passion and flow that when we're in it, we don't even realize. Like I've spoken to people over the years and and I've said, you know, spoke to them about hobbies and introducing hobbies in their life. And it can take, you know, an hour or two hours of conversation before they realize that they enjoy drawing. But they draw all the time, but they forgot to mention it because they've actually forgotten what being in the flow and being connected to their purpose and their passion actually is. They don't realize where passion is. They're too busy thinking that goals and tasks and things they should achieve should also be painful. And that's not true at all. Absolutely. Um, In my book, I actually articulate the fact that the number one thing you need to do in order to really thrive in life and business is to be passionate about yourself, you know, to be passionate in life Uh, until you find and release that passion into the world. There's just really a piece of you that's missing. And the flip side of that is so true. Uh, You know, I mean, time just can fall away when you really are in the zone of really passionately being yourself. You know, I've I've talked to guests before and and almost every episode I end up saying, Wow, look, the whole hour went by because I'm right here in the midst of my passion and doing it and, and the time just buzzes by. Um I think that's so important for us as people to really latch a hold of is finding and releasing your passion. So on that thought, I'm going to let you guys think a little bit. I want you to give yourself a break, and I want you to think, what do I just enjoy doing? Forget about critiquing whether or not it's good, bad, or indifferent, but just really let yourself have some thought as to what do I really enjoy doing. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. 
and let's start the conversation. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. The world needs you. As some of you know, I'm blessed to work with my amazing wife, Kathy, and together we want to help you thrive. Our website is wehelpyouthrive.com. That's what we're passionate about. That is what we do. We help you thrive in both your life and your business. We are so excited to be bringing to you Thriving Entrepreneur every week, and we want to help you thrive in every aspect of your life and business. To show you how grateful we are for you listening to our show, and more importantly, to help you on your road as a thriving entrepreneur, I have recorded Chapter 1 of my book, 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. This chapter is about finding and following your passion. I wrote it with the intent of helping you find and develop your passion so that you will share your unique brilliance with the world. You know that we are created for a purpose, and we want to help you shine. So just for listening, we are giving you the expanded audio version of Chapter 1 of 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. To have all you do be something that you are passionate about. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio and enter your name and email address. Go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio to hear about all our shows and to get your free gift today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve and I'm here with Claire and we are talking to you today about how freaking amazing you are. I mean, more than anything, I think if you don't if you don't hear anything else this whole entire hour, I want you to hear that you are amazing. You're, you're so awesome. You just don't even know. The thing about it is, is that we tend in life to discount ourselves. We discount how important we are. We don't realize that um, there is nobody that ever existed or ever will exist that's exactly like us. And we we tend to look at the thing that we do really well and just assume that everybody else in the world does it as well, as opposed to understanding that sometimes that thing that you do so easily is absolutely impossible, if not so difficult that they give up it, on it with other people. And I think that that's something that we need to emphasize more in our lives. Would you agree, agree with that, Claire? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking about a little story that, you know, that I often, often tell, you know, in my local area where, you know, I, I, my parents live, where I grew up, you know, because of that, you know, hunting fame all them, all them years ago as I was growing up, you know, many people in the local area 
saw me on television, they saw me do you know, various things, and even though life's moved on from that place, when I go back home and I go to the local shop, and, you know, the, the, the family that have run it for like 20 years always speak to me and always want to know, you know, well, what am I doing on television and all, the, all these kind of things, and, you know, they really think it's exciting, which is, which is lovely and it's so, so nice for people to be interested in and supportive, supportive in my life. But I always remember, you know, one time asking this particular shopkeeper, you know, what's going on with you? How are you? And he was like, oh, no, I only run a shop. Oh, I'm not interesting. I have no importance. I, I only run a shop. And, and I said to him, you know, your place is really important in the world. And he was like, don't be silly. I'm, you're on television and I just run a shop. I will never forget one of the best Christmases I've ever had. And he kind of looked at me puzzled. And I went... You know, one Christmas, my mum and dad did, you know, what all parents dread at Christmas. They accidentally forgot to buy batteries for a particular toy. And, you know, it was like, oh, no, all the Christmas toys don't work type thing. And when you're seven, this stuff really matters. And this mm. guy opened his shop Christmas Day morning every year, and he still does, just for like two or three hours, so that if anyone had any last-minute things, that you know, sugar, milk, whatever it was that they needed, they could go to that store and they could purchase it really, really quickly, first thing in the morning. My parents were able to go to that store, they were able to buy batteries, and we had this fabulous Christmas full of memories and playing with these fabulous robot toys, and it was fabulous. Now, that memory would not have been made in such a way if this guy had not given up his Christmas morning. He, his action had a profound effect on my life, and it's a lasting memory that we still talk about. And when I told him this, he was really, really shocked, and he's like, I had, had no idea that I, I, I'd have had a massive effect on you. And well, of course you did. You know, we all forget that we are all cogs in the wheel of life, and you may not realize one smile that you gave to one person on public transport, one gesture that you did to a friend, one text, one person that you employed, and whatever you did, you know, we all have the perfect place, and you cannot compare your value in the world with anyone else. Yes, someone may work for a government, Someone may be a little bit more well-known than you in the local community, but your importance as an individual is so important. What you say or do one day to someone may lead to a huge change in the world, and we can never, ever forget that. And most of the times we won't even know the impact that we've made on people's lives in this life. There Absolutely. are people right now, today, that are alive because of something as simple as a kind gesture or remark that you made to them on a day when they were contemplating the worst of situations. There are people who are thriving in life now because one person in their life, often you hear the story of a teacher that encouraged a child and they became something but it doesn't always happen there. It, you know, it can be mothers and fathers. It can be friends that encourage that person that they can do it or that they should try something. And, you know, next thing you know, they're having an amazing impact. And I just wanted to say real quick, amazing impact does not necessarily mean that you have 
a global audience. It could be that you are, say, for example, Billy Graham's mom. Now, I think everybody probably still kind of knows who Billy Graham was, um, but most people don't know his mom. You know, how many people know Richard Branson's mother? Do you even know what her name is? No, I don't. I do know that he did a little he, on social media. He, he did a little shout out for her on American Mother's Day. So she's an important woman in his life. She's massively important in his life. Absolutely, and he wouldn't be the man that he is today had it not been for the extremely important things that she did. So I'm just encouraging everybody as we're going through this, and we talk about amazing. Uh, the littlest thing that you do often is the most amazing of that. So, Claire, let's talk a little bit about how important this becomes when we then do have a business and we're trying to market ourselves um, that we embrace being us as opposed to trying to emulate somebody else. Well, we all are unique. You know, we all look different, act different, have different, you know, traits in our personalities and different skills. And, you know, when you're moving into business, there's a lot of things that you're going to want to learn. There's a lot of things that you're going to be creating. You know, you're going to be looking at your sales force, your products, what you're offering your customers. And the most easiest and effective way of giving your best performance in business is by allowing yourself to be you. Because if you've ever told a lie in your life, you'll know how exhausting that is. And although you may not think being you or trying to be something better is a lie, what I've realized over the years is you're lying to yourself by not being really honest with who you are and allowing yourself to develop as you, as you grow and thrive with your own business. There's always going to be an internal battle. You know, when people gel with particular people for a reason, and as, I, as we said at the beginning, you know, we can admire, you know, for me, Lisa Nichols, you know, Oprah, I really admire those ladies. And, you know, when you look into the psychology and the NLP behind that, that's, that's for no weird reason because they have skills, abilities like I do. So I warm to them because they're similar to me. They're my peers and I look up to them. So this is what will happen in business. People are going to relate to you because you represent a piece of them. And this is going to actually enable you to grow your network, grow your business, your tribe, however you look upon your customers and your clients and the environment that your business takes you to. People relate to you. And the easiest way to enable that to happen consistently, and this is what you want in business, is to consistently be you. So that is what you as an individual should be working on. Who are you? You know, what are your non-negotiables? What are your what are your skills? You know, what are the traits that you can really offer in your business and really move forward with those as your foundations? And you'll find that, you know, it's so simple when you know who you are because you're going to know not only your strengths, but a big key is knowing and loving your weaknesses and your vulnerability. Because when you can really own your vulnerability and your weaknesses, that is when you can become truly strong, especially in business. 
That's so important. It is so important that we reach for the heart of who we are so that we can then share that with the world. In fact, I want us to pick up at that point right after we get done with this commercial break. This is the EWN Radio Network. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. The world needs you. As some of you know, I'm blessed to work with my amazing wife, Kathy, and together we want to help you thrive. Our website is wehelpyouthrive.com. That's what we're passionate about. That is what we do. We help you thrive in both your life and your business. We are so excited to be bringing to you Thriving Entrepreneur every week, and we want to help you thrive in every aspect of your life and business. To show you how grateful we are for you listening to our show, and more importantly, to help you on your road as a thriving entrepreneur, I have recorded Chapter 1 of my book, 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. This chapter is about finding and following your passion. I wrote it with the intent of helping you find and develop your passion so that you will share your unique brilliance with the world. You know that we are created for a purpose, and we want to help you shine. So just for listening, we are giving you the expanded audio version of Chapter 1 of 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. To have all you do be something that you are passionate about. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio and enter your name and email address. Go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio to hear about all our shows and to get your free gift today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve and I'm joined today with Claire. We're talking about what an incredible, wonderful, awesome, amazing person you are. You are going to leave this episode today and you are going to have a better perspective of yourself and it's all going to be positive. I'm not even going to ask you to 
to think that you're going to do that, I'm just going to tell you right straight out that that is where you're going to end up by the end of this time. Uh, we were talking in the last uh, in the last episode in the last segment about how important it is for you to be you and how that impacts what you do in in business because of you bringing out the real you. Um, and I think probably the biggest key in that, Claire, is is that we tend often to avoid letting ourselves be known. Uh, why do you suppose that is? You know, I think we get really nervous of people seeing the real us. Think, you know, if people see the real us, you know, we're, our, our cover is going to be blown, and they're going to re- they're going to realize that actually we're nothing, we're worthless, we're no good. You know, all of those insecurities, all of those fears that, you know, we may not have even, you know, been conscious of since childhood. They all kind of bubble up. And I remember years ago, one of my teachers said to me, you know, stuff can just crop up, especially, you know, when you're facing your fears or you've got worries, like little kind of like black bags of rubbish. They can kind of float to the surface and then you kind of have to deal with them. It's very much if we're vulnerable. Well, we put ourselves in a vulnerable situation because we are real. We've got nowhere to hide. And in my experience, that is the best place to be. And social media is actually supporting this. You know, social media has, is changing, you know, massively the way businesses business is done, how advertising is done, you know, it's really shifting things and, and very, very quickly. And this is the perfect time for you to actually embrace being you. I think, you know, you, the corporate world is changing. You know, we don't have to be kind of stuffy and prim and proper. Everything is starting to be very, very real. And I think once we actually get into the um, new habit of knowing that this is actually a good thing, we will relax into it. And when we relax, we're going to create the clarity and the space for divine intervention. So we're going to be really coming up with great ideas for our business. We're going to be able to, you know, go with our intuition and our gut instinct and act and make decisions from the heart-centered approach. And for all of those things to happen, you know, we need clarity. We need clear thoughts. And when we are in line with who we are and, and trusting ourselves, we create the space for that to happen. And, you know, I think when we are in that space, we are guided towards contentment, love, and success in all areas of our life. Absolutely. I mean, I think yeah. if you were to just think about in your own life, what are the times when you've been the happiest? And then think Conversely to that, what are the times in your life that you've the most depressed, the most down, the saddest, whichever emotion? Um, and then really look around. What are the things you were doing in life at the time? Now, as children, it's easier. I think we uh, we lose that as we get older. But as children, you know, we know that what's going to make us happy is to play with our favorite toy or watch our favorite show on TV or or be in our favorite sport or whatever have you. And then as adults, we stop giving ourselves permission to spend our lives thriving in the place that we really enjoy. We we buy into this message that says, um, 
you know, you have to do things that you hate in order to be successful. <laughs> and I would just encourage people that what you really want to do is find your passion. I mean, you've heard the commercial play twice, so you know that that's one of the things I'm big on. And, and Claire, I know you are too, about a person finding their passion and then really living a passionate life. Um, what, what do you have to say about that? It's, it's so true. And, you know, something that I learned, and, you know, I, I, I kind of learned the hard way, really, and I suppose everyone, you know, often does, and that's the purpose of these kind of things. So, you know, we can kind of start enabling change quicker before, you know, tragedy or something really mega happens. Because, unfortunately, if you continue not being yourself, if you continue denying yourself your truth and your own personal expression from your core, you know, you are going to get you know, taken down the wrong route, you know, a darker route, so to speak, you know, when you're in flow, when you're expressing, you know, your true nature, you naturally, you know, do feel good, you know, you feel abundant with your daily life. And, you know, what I was doing was exactly what you mentioned there, Steve, was I had an end goal. And I think in the world of coaching and entrepreneurship, we can get very caught up with this. We have an end goal, and we are quite happy to suffer to get to that. We think if we go through the pain, you know, pain is gain, and we're often taught, you know, you have to struggle to get to triumph. And we think when we get to that result, we're going to be okay. Everything's going to be great. We're going to have the abundance we require. We're going to have the happiness. The relationship's going to sort it out. And I tell you this now. I learned this firsthand. It is not the destination that is your dream. It is the journey. And you can get more in tune with yourself and your dreams by listening to yourself every single moment of every single day. Because your body, your instinct will lead you to your passions. And you know what? Your goal may completely change. And that's okay. Because when you started that goal and that dream you were in a particular headspace. You probably had lots of different programming and you thought there was all these things you should do. But as you start listening to yourself, loving yourself, showing yourself grace and kindness in your thoughts and your feelings, even those negative ones, you know, love on them. Those negative feelings want love from you. They want to be listened to. They want you to care for them. When you embrace those doubts, those fears, and those negatives, and you allow them to become your friends, they enable you to have clear navigation towards your path. And your desires will get stronger. You will really know what you are about and what makes you happy. And this may look completely different to where you thought you were going. But don't worry about what, where you thought you were going. Just focus on what feels good and your destination you're not going to care when you get there because every single moment is going to be joyous. And you're going to be like, I'm in the destination right now. I've just got better destinations along the way. And that's how I live my life right now. I, I love that concept. I, I think too often in life we, we get destination-oriented. Mm. I mean, it, it makes sense that if you need to go from point A to point B, that you're going to get in the car or on the bus or whatever, and you're going to just go the closest, most direct route. But life is not about trying to see how quick you can get to the end. There's there's no um, 
there's no reward for getting to the end of your life quicker. In fact, you wouldn't want that to happen. Um, so you need to learn how to experience and enjoy the journey. It's kind of like if you see a road and you decide, I wonder what's down that road. You know, you're just out driving around and you're like, I wonder what would happen if I turned left here. Have you ever done that? You know what? This is, you took the words right out of my mouth. It was literally what I was going to say. You know, you know when you, you get told when you go to a certain place, country, you must visit here. This is amazing. And it's some tourist destination that thousands of people are probably going to be there when you get there. And, you know, if you're focused on, as you said, getting to that destination, you know, you're going to miss that side road that you spoke about. And, you know, the metaphor I use is very much about that. If you're sitting in the space right now and you're aware of what's going on, you'll notice that side road. Now, down that side road may be the most beautiful, fabulous experience that is going to blow your destination out the water. But if you are too focused and blinkered on that journey... It's going to be long, it's going to be hard, but when you relax and you enjoy, you're going to see those side roads, as you said, Steve, and you know, you're going to have a, a journey that is not only different, but it's going to be unique and right for you, because I honestly believe when we look and we listen and we go with our gut feeling and use our intuition and we go with what feels right for us, of course we're going to have a fabulous experience, because it's our fabulousness that led us there in the first place. What if you were to embrace the concept that there really are no accidents, that everything happens for a reason? Um, you know, so that includes some of the potholes in our lives. Um, sometimes that includes the flat tires in our lives. And sometimes what life is just telling us is, hey, stop and look around. You may be stuck at the most beautiful place in the world, and because you're so focused on how flat the tire is or how far away your destination is, uh, you, you can miss the gorgeous flowers that are right alongside of the road right there next to you. Totally. And, you know, so, you know, me searching for the fame, like I said, you know, at the start of the show, you know, I was searching for something outside of myself, you know, and, and we can, you know, everyone listening go, yeah, I understand that concept, totally understand that concept. Well, what if we swapped fame and me chasing fame with chasing that destination? Because, again, it's something outside, we're viewing it as something outside of us ourselves that's going to make us happy we never seem to focus on a destination even if it is an actual location we're driving to we never think about the experience when we're going to get there you know so there's two things here you know enjoy your journey and embrace the experiences and the beauty of that experience along the way and engage in that within your true essence but also, when we are thinking forward, and we do, we want, we, we know, we want to thrive, you know, we want to achieve certain things, rather than thinking about them as a to-do list and things to tick off, think about the experiences you're going to have when you get to that destination. And I think that little change in mindset will really enable you to start getting more of a sense of who you are, what makes you tick, you know, where your happiness lies, because until we actually 
sit down and, and start looking at particular questions and start taking ourselves through particular thought processes, I found that I really didn't have a clue about what made me tick anymore. I didn't know what made me happy. I didn't, I didn't actually have any connection with the truth of what I was looking for in my life. And there's a lot, lot of people still in that place. And, you know, that's part of the reason I do what I do. Well, and speaking of what you do, I think there are some people that are like, wow, I, I've been encouraged to begin the journey of finding myself. And in taking that journey, we need help with certain things in life. And so, Claire, what would a person be able to do to go deeper with you, to to dig in deeper into this journey to work with you? Well, what I've done, and, and what's nice actually for me is this is something that I've been meaning to do for a while. And you get, I get lost in all these different things that are going on in my world. So this has been really nice to come on the show because it's enabled me to put some of my thoughts into action. Now, over the last 10 years, I've been on my own journey and doing various processes and various kind of schools of thought from metaphysics to psychotherapy to working with shamans. I've kind of tried it all. And it's, it's been a fabulous journey. But there's been three key exercises and processes that I put myself through, exercises that I actually did, that really enabled me to understand who I was, what my core was crying out for, you know, my passions, my desires that I've been ignoring for so long, you know, what they actually were. And these three exercises come from very... Uh, different schools of thought and, and teachers along the way. What I've done is I've put this into a little download. It's a complimentary download for for anyone that wants to go to my website. But it was created um, for the um, listeners of the show in particular. So if you guys go to www.theanstey.com. Now, Anstey is my surname. It's A-N-S-T-E-Y, theanstey.com. If you go on there, there's a link, and you'll be able to download the gift of these three processes. Now, three questions, three exercises that I know will really enable you to understand who you are, what your desires are, and by the end of those processes, I think you'll be surprised by how things have changed and what is actually important to you. And then with that reassessment and with that little rethink, you'll be able to then take the steps that you need. And you can do this for all areas of your life. So I really hope you enjoy these three processes. And these are processes that I do and reevaluate every three months of the year because I honestly do believe that as we go through each day and we enjoy each day and each experience, those aims, those goals, they change consistently and, and do know that that is perfectly okay. You've got nothing to prove to anybody. It's just about enjoying your life and your purpose. I really encourage everybody to check that out. It's a free three-step process to help you enjoy your life. I mean, who wouldn't want to enjoy their life more? So that's D-A-N-S-T-E-Y dot com. Uh, I definitely encourage you to please go check that out, download it. Um, and, you know, 
really begin to start living your best life every day, every moment of every day. Claire, we like to leave people with some positive, impactful things that they can do right now. What would be the number one thing that a person could do to live a better life and really embrace the joy in their life? What's something they could do right now today? Right now today, go and look in the mirror. You know, good old Louise Hay and her mirror work, you know, amazing work. But I want you to go and literally look in the mirror and look in your eyes and just tell yourself how amazing you are. There's no particular affirmation. There's no particular words that I want to offer you because I want you to look in your eyes and connect with that giant within because that little voice that is your giant has a voice. You may have been ignoring it for a very, very long time. And I want you to look in your eyes and I want you to trust what comes out because you know your truth. You know your importance. You know your power and the effect that you have on the world around you. And remember what we said at the start of the show, you know, it's not about reaching the globe. It's not about being the Oprahs of this world. It's about being the fabulous person you are in your world and all of our environments and all of our families, friends, jobs, businesses look very different. This is why I've got no words for you. This is why I've not got a script for you because I want you to start listening to who you are and knowing that you are amazing. So look yourself in the eyes. Have a conversation with yourself. In London, we would say, have a word with yourself. Go and have a word with yourself. And um, listen to your soul. It's calling to you, that inner voice. It wants to be listened to. So give it a chance. You can do it today. You can lock yourself in the bathroom. Nobody would know what you're doing for those three minutes. And, you know, do do it for at least three minutes. And if you do that every day for at least a week, you will notice the changes. Absolutely. I really, really encourage people to do that. It's like I said at the beginning of the show when I was doing the intro, often when we look at ourselves in the mirror, our eyes immediately begin to be drawn to the things that we have always been critical about ourselves. Um, And let's face it, let's be real, everybody does it, (laughs) okay? So... The, the the funny part about it is is that if you have straight hair, you probably have wished you had curly hair. If you have blue eyes, you wish they were green or brown. I mean, when you get to the place where you really can just do like Claire said and look in the mirror and just accept you as you are, you were made perfectly to be you. So that hairstyle that you wish was different, those eye colors, your nose, your different facial features, begin to really start loving them. Begin to actually say to yourself, hey, you know what, That I, I like that. If you affirm to yourself enough times that you like the size and shape of your nose, just as an example, um, after a while, you'll start believing it too. You may have to uh, you know, force your way through it a few times to get to the place where you start believing it, but it's in that belief that you really then can start seeing a change in the loving of yourself. Totally. So, Claire, we've looked at ourselves. Oh, 
So, you know, I was going to say one more thing as you were saying. Folks, there's only one of you because they didn't get it wrong first time. You know, if you're going to take anything from today, take that away. There is only one of you because they didn't get it wrong first time. So, you know, even if you don't believe it, and it really doesn't matter, you know, what your faith system is and what you choose to believe in, I think everyone can, can take that and accept that. There's only one of you because they didn't get it wrong first time. You know, statistically speaking, <laughs> your existence is a one out of a trillion possibility to have ever existed. So you're already a lottery winner. You are a <laughs> one in a trillion. I what does that love do? That is amazing. I am going to quote that one, Steve. I've come away with some quotes to share um, over here in London as well. You know, we don't think about these things. We don't. We we get so caught up in in looking at, as you said, you know, our nose not being right and at wanting curly hair and straight hair. You know, I get that. I, I've done it before, and you know, I'm human. Anyone that tells you they, you know, they reach a certain level of of training and these these things stop. You know, it it doesn't. But you know what happens? You get in the practice of changing those thoughts. You have tools and techniques under your belt that enable you to stop yourself going back into those bad habits. And eventually, being you will be a celebration that you have every single day when you get up in the morning. Because I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm in a place where I get up and I go, yeah, I'm really lucky being me. My life's pretty darn good and I'm loved and I have amazing people around me and that is a pretty good start. That is a very good start. I mean, T.D. Jake says that God was so interested in you coming into existence that he literally moved heaven and earth so that you came into existence at the exact microsecond in time that the two people who were your birth mother and birth father had to come together for you to exist. If it had been a minute earlier or a minute later, you'd be somebody else. So whether you have chosen yet to start loving yourself or not, you need to embrace the fact that you are wanted and you are perfect. You're perfectly you. Absolutely. And, you know, for everyone listening, you know, I wouldn't be able to share my message without you. So you are a gift to me. You are a blessing to me. So, you know, I want to say thank you for being you because without you listening to me, I wouldn't be possible, you know. And this is one of the effects that you're having, you know, in your world at this moment in time. So, Straight back at you, big thanks and lots of love for me because I couldn't be listened to. So we appreciate you as a listener for giving us your time today to listen so that we could spend the whole entire day telling you that you're amazing. And me personally, Claire, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to spend time with me here on the show and helping us encourage people to really live their full self. Oh, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure. And, you know, I was so excited about coming on the show and, you know, you do such great work and, and the guests are, you know, such such lovely people that have, have taught me so, so much. So it really is an honor. And, you know, it's, it's, 
you and, and the listeners feel as good as I do right now, I think it's job done because I am so revved up and ready to go. I feel so excited. I think I'm going to have to take the dog out for a jog to burn off all this energy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing better than that is when we can leave you at a place where you are ready to go out there. As I'm always telling you, you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose, and the world needs you. That is so important for you to embrace. You're not here for any other reason than the fact that you need to be 100% and completely you. We are so, so privileged to be able to spend this time pouring into you and helping you live your best life and to thrive in your life and business. I hope that you'll join us again next week. Next week, we're actually going to talk about sales funnels, that scary sales word, and we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to actually show you some ways that you can have both fun on the journey, like we're talking today, you know, maybe take some side roads, see some nice flowers or some lambs out frolicking in the in the meadow, as well as have an understanding of where you're taking your clients. So we're going to talk about that next week. In the meantime, I hope that you will embrace the concept of thriving in your life and business and being a thriving entrepreneur. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. The world needs you. As some of you know, I'm blessed to work with my amazing wife, Kathy, and together we want to help you thrive. Our website is wehelpyouthrive.com. That's what we're passionate about. That is what we do. We help you thrive in both your life and your business. We are so excited to be bringing to you Thriving Entrepreneur every week, and we want to help you thrive in every aspect of your life and business. To show you how grateful we are for you listening to our show, and more importantly, to help you on your road as a thriving entrepreneur, I have recorded Chapter 1 of my book, 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. This chapter is about finding and following your passion. I wrote it with the intent of helping you find and develop your passion so that you will share your unique brilliance with the world. You know that we are created for a purpose, and we want to help you shine. So just for listening, we are giving you the expanded audio version of Chapter 1 of 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. To have all you do be something that you are passionate about. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio and enter your name and email address.
go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio to hear about all our shows and to get your free gift today.